Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking, and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventpreneur Podcast once again. Thank you for giving me your earbuds and also your time week after week listening to our podcast. Today, we're going to talk about what should you be investing in your business. Now, when you're starting your business, there are certain things that you should be thinking about investing your funds in. As your business grows, it requires a different type of investments to expedite the growth. And then as it grows some more, there's going to be other types of investments that's going to maintain the growth and break out to the next level. So we have a lot to discuss today. Now, first and foremost, let's talk a little bit about when you're starting your business, that means you are passionate enough to want to provide this particular service, okay? When you're starting your event planning business, event decorating business, event design business, right, for instance, that means you have the passion to want to be able to do event planning all the time and you want to turn that passion into profit. So we are just going to assume when you start your event planning business, decorating or designing business, you already have a certain level of skills, expertise in order to be able to deliver that service. (laughs) Because it doesn't make sense for you to want to start a business when you have zero knowledge of how to do certain things. For instance, I love eating, let's just say I love eating ice cream, which I don't, okay? If I, let's say I love eating ice cream, I am not going to open an ice cream making parlor because I have zero idea how to make ice creams, right? The technical skills and the chemicals behind it, etc., etc. But I love eating ice cream. So, you love planning events and you have planned events before, you decorate events before. That means you have at least the basic skills or at a certain proficiency level that people are telling you that you're so good at it that you should consider starting a business. So we're just going to assume that, okay? So when you are first starting your business, what are the fundamental things that you should be thinking about? Right, where should you be spending your money? So, we want to consider a few things when you're starting your business. Where should you be spending your spending your money or investing your personal funds? Okay. When you are starting your business, and I'm going to use a blanket statement. It doesn't matter whether you're just at the beginning or you are at the you know at a certain level already and you're generating income. There are a few things that you need to consider, okay, that is going to make business building a lot more fun and easier. 
when you're starting your business, you need to understand what goes into the day-to-day -day activities, okay? What are the daily business operations that needs to happen in order for us to market our brand, to market our services, to reach out to the public, to let the public know this is what we do and this is what we are good at, this is how we can help you and this is how we charge. So you need to understand the day-to-day -day operations of building a business. We're not talking about you need to understand what skills are needed to deliver the service that you're charging money for. We're talking about the day-to-day -day operations of a business. The day-to-day -day operation of a business includes bookkeeping, okay? Bookkeeping. So you need to know how much money is coming in and how much money is going out. The day-to-day -day operations include showing up on different platforms, whether it's in person or, or on social media, okay? On social media to talk about your services, to talk about what you do, who you help, and how you charge. So that is marketing, the day-to-day, -day, extremely important. And then we have the in-person uh, marketing. That means networking events or attending trade shows where you have what I always call the mass collection of leads. When you attend trade shows, you are talking to a bunch of people at the same time. So building your pipeline, building your leads, building your visibility is your day-to-day -day operation, okay? Extremely important, sales generating activities, 80% of your time, all right? And then we also have the digital the, the digital platform, which is your website. So we want to be able to use the website as our storefront in conjunction to our social media presence. So we need to be able to have quite a robust website. Then what else do we need? We need to have a CRM or customer relationship management software where we'll be able to collect data in terms of emails, okay? The people that you've been talking to and you, they will be able to send them our weekly newsletter, monthly blogs, or promotion through email. So we start an email campaign. So you need to have a software for that. And this software could be like Honeybook, just to, just to give you an example. And, um, and by the way, I do have an affiliate link for Honeybook where we get 35% discount. Okay. For one year of subscription. So it's more than a regular Honeybook Associates discount. So now let's go back to a CRM. So you will want to consider having a CRM that you can automate a questionnaire when people send in the uh, a, uh, a form on your website and want to talk more, inquiring about your service. You want to be able to hook that up to your CRM. In this case, let's just say Honeybook. And then you will be able to send an automated email to tell them that I received your inquiry. We'll get back to you within 24 hours or it can be automated to send them a questionnaire and then they can book a call with you. So these are the back-end back things of the business. So the, the software, the tech, and then the social media marketing, in-person marketing, digital platform marketing, right? And then also your website, right? Then we have the search engine optimization. And then we can also invest in Facebook ads, stuff like that. So, but we are first starting your business at the very, very beginning stage, okay? What are the few things that you need to think about? 
you need to think about, okay, what are the things that I must have? I must have. We're not talking about the obvious things like having a car and a phone, okay, or a computer. We're talking about it in running the business day to day. Of course, there's also other things, the legal paperwork that you need to consider. Those I don't call investments. These are mandatory costs, okay? So buying a insurance for your business, that's not an investment. That is what we call that some cost of doing business, all right? So you want to have that. So, and also on in your website, you want to be able to pay for your website hosting and your domain. So that's not an investment. That's cost of running the business. So what are the other things that I'm going to, for the fun of it, call it voluntary investment, okay? Things that you don't have to spend, but you should consider spending, all right? When you're first starting your business, you have to ask yourself a few questions. Are you tech savvy? Are you, do you like to, to meddle around with website? Do you think you're proficient enough to build a, to build a website? All right. Do you like technology? If you don't mind technology and you're actually good at it, then you can build the website yourself. You don't have to hire someone to build the website. So you don't have to invest money in hiring a website designer. Then we need to put in content for the website, right? So you have to ask yourself, okay, can you write the content yourself? So it's just a very basic content or if you want to go really all fluffy, then we hire a copywriter. So that could be money that you spend to hire a copywriter to write content for your website. But in all reality, this is your website. It should reflect your, your voice, okay? Unless you hire a very, very good copywriter who's able to imitate your voice, I strongly suggest you write the content yourself, all right? Now, what else should you invest? Maybe you want to consider investing in, um, in taking nice pictures, okay? So you want to do a, a portfolio, create a portfolio for your services. So you want to have professional pictures taken. Now, this is something that I would suggest that you do a style shoot, all right? A lot of times, style shoots are collaborative efforts among vendors. So that's not cost involved. But if you have to pay somebody, a videographer or photographer, that's where you probably will need to spend your money to create the portfolio. But again, we teach inside our mentorship program how to do a style shoot from A to Z. So you shouldn't need to have to pay somebody to do a style shoot together with you. Okay. Now, what else do we need? A CRM, okay, which is a customer relationship management software. Do you need this at the very get-go? No. I didn't use a CRM until years and years and years later into my business. I would say almost close to 10 years into my business, then I use a CRM. Other than that, everything is just Google Sheet and PowerPoint and PDF. So I'm a simple goal. I streamline my operations and I keep my costs really low. So I didn't invest in that. Now, what else? I would say when you're first starting your business, apart from the mandatory costs that you need to pay to sustain your business, which is your website hosting, which is your, um, your legal paperwork, registering with the state and the, and the city, and also business insurance, what are the things that you should be thinking about to invest? Sales, okay? You need sales. You need to be able to get leads. So what should you be investing in to get leads? And this is not just at the beginning stage of the business. This is at every stage of the business, but the type of investment may differ, 
okay and the type of platform may differ so you should be investing money in anything that's going to help you get leads if you are going to invest in a photographer the idea is to create a portfolio the portfolio is going to be a representation of your work and then you'll be able to market that on social media so when you market that on social media then you'll be able to get leads right now that's just the first part getting leads is just the first part so getting leads could be also advertising on facebook ads on thumbtack those lead generating platform such as wedding wire and the not just to say just to name a few okay investing in trade shows right where you get to meet a lot of people at the same time if you're in the wedding industry then you invest in that so attending a witch uh, having a booth at the um, at the trade show so those are the things that you need to think about now that's just the front end of getting leads when i say you got to invest in sales i'm not just talking about getting the leads and this is where a lot of people make the mistake even those people who have certain momentums in their business when you are able to get leads that's 50% of the equation okay what's the other 50% you got to know how to close the leads okay you got to know how to close the leads you got to have the right mindset when you go into a sales conversation you got to know how to market yourself so that the leads that is coming in are qualified leads the language that you use and when you're having a sales conversation what is the energy that you're showing up so we're talking not just about the strategies and the tactics on how to get leads but also the strategies and the tactics on how to close leads and a lot of times it's not just the strategy that's going to work is the mindset behind in carrying out the sales strategy or sales conversation strategy that is going to help you close the lead i have got even people inside my unstoppable eventpreneur mentorship program who are investing money okay in getting leads regardless whether it's on tamtech wedding wire or not the bark eventactive you name it all right but then they have a hard time converting the leads so i had to have a conversation with them i said did you ever audit your course to find out how come they're ghosting you number 1 and number 2 why are they giving you objection and number 3 how do you handle the objection did you follow the qualifying process so i have to bring them back to basic and teach them what they're actually paying to learn with us inside the program how to qualify a lead and also what are the things you should be saying okay when the lead gave you a certain objection and what are the questions you need to be asking in order to get the information so you know exactly how to use that information to sell having the sales skills is probably one of the most important life skills that you need to have so if you were to ask me point blank what should i be investing when i start my business okay what should i be investing when i start my business i would say invest in a sales coach i would say invest in a coach that is able to help you build the mindset that you need to build a business and to build a business a business is only a business when it's generating income revenue okay and how do you generate income sales so invest in a coach who not only how to teach you on sales but having the mindset 
that is able to sustain you, to help you through building the business. So you could be very good in building sales. After you learn from a sales coach how to sell and how to close, there are other components in the business as well. Scaling, how to build a team, right? And are you pricing? Are you pricing your offers correctly? So you may be very good in selling or people are buying maybe because you are severely underpriced. So invest all in all in a business coach who has an extremely good sales acumen and business acumen and has a mindset that has proven to the general public that she's able or he is able to run a successful business with a solid pipeline and an excellent sales conversion. That's why I would say that you should be investing. Unfortunately, the marketplace in the events field is telling event planners to invest in courses such as how to plan events, such as how to decorate an event, backdrop, floral arrangement, table setup, dessert table setup, all right? Balloon installation. All these are great. That's fine. But you can learn all these skills. But if you do not know how to use these skills to market yourself, okay, to market yourself, how should you be marketing yourself with all these skills? How can you be talking about all these skills that you have learned? How are you able to market yourself in a fashion that you're getting leads that is not those that want have a champagne taste and the beer budget. And then they, you learn all these skills. Fantastic. You are able to just put some pictures on social media and you're getting leads. Great. But then you don't know how to handle objection when they say that you're too expensive. Why are you more expensive than the person down the street? Okay. Why do I need to pay you so much? Right. So if you do not have the skills, the comeback scripts, okay, on what to say if you get objections like this or what questions to ask so you know exactly how much money they have budgeted for the event, then you still a dead end, all right? So after that, what else? There are other things, right? You have to constantly build your pipeline. You will hear me say a million times until my face turns purple, all right, that you've got to learn how to build a pipeline. How do we build the pipeline? How do we consistently market ourselves? So we're putting out content that not only build no like and trust, but content that actually is meaningful to people that can relate to people to say that she's my girl. I'm going to have to work with her. Nobody else. How do you write content that convert that emotional marketing? Okay, because sales is done by emotions. So sales is done when there's a transfer, inspiration. So how do we market ourselves and write content that convert? So these are the things that I would be thinking if you were to ask me, where should you be investing your money? Get a well-rounded coach, okay? Who has proven that they can do all that, right? And is able to coach you on how to market yourself. And most importantly, understand what you need work internally a lot of times is the lack of confidence okay a lot of times the lack of confidence in talking about yourself and your services and your capabilities the lack of confidence to price at the price that you want to price because you don't believe that someone will pay you that much the limiting self-belief that can i really do that 
and also the tendency to get imposter syndrome. Can I actually say that, right? I'm not so sure if I know everything about the business. The constant learning, the constant learning tendency that you never feel that you are good enough to market yourself. A coach who's able to identify all that and give you the strategies, the day-to-day -day strategies for you to learn how perfectionist, how being a perfectionist is going to sabotage your business and your personal life, okay? A coach who's able to teach you strategies every day to build your business, give you examples that what you can do in life and in business that will build your confidence, that you don't feel that you have to invest in a thousand courses, attend a million workshops to constantly build your skill set in order to feel confident. I can tell you that I have people, okay, that I have met who are extremely, extremely talented in decorating, in event planning, but they are as timid as a mouse when I ask them, why don't you market your talent? Why don't you charge this amount of money with the talent, the work that you can do? Because they don't believe that anyone will pay them. They don't even believe in their own capabilities, even though it's so obvious to the outside world that they're so talented. So if you ask me, what should you be investing? A business coach who has all that, who's able to see the talent in you and already have proven strategies to tell you, do this, do that, watch out for this. When you do this, this is going to happen. Watch out for that. Okay. Who's able to audit and evaluate your process and your progress and tell you, okay, continue with this strategy or no, drop this strategy or tell you what is holding you back. So that's what I would invest. I would invest. That's exactly what I did for myself. And it has made me multiple, multiple, multiple six-figure profit in both my businesses. So that do not be fooled by thinking that if I buy a pricing course, if I buy a social media 30-day content calendar or Instagram strategy course, I'll be able to do that. I guarantee you, unless you already have a super strong mindset that you validate yourself very well, you do not need validation from others, okay? That you're action taker, you bounce back very fast, a course may not be good for you. I would say invest in a program that you can actually talk to somebody, okay? Bounce idea, ask support. That's where I will put my money. Now, if you're at a different stage in your business, okay? A different stage in your business where you have been able to get leads from your social media, you're doing a great job in your marketing, and you're also, because you're so good in marketing yourself, you're able to close leads. People believe you in your capabilities. Now you want to skill. Where should you be skilling, right? Where should you be spending your money? So now we are playing a different game. We're up-leveling. You should be thinking about doing a personal branding, okay? Doing a personal branding, such as on the strategy side, we're going to produce something that looks good on the digital platform. So get a personal branding shoot, okay? Headshots, video, whatever you need to do to elevate your brand. Okay, so you might want to invest money in that. You might want to invest money in a PR agency, okay, where your PR agency is able to, to create opportunities for you to show up as the go-to person to do ABC XYZ event 
and then you are solidifying your authority in that field. So that's what I do. I invest in a PR firm that book me speaking gigs, that book me on podcasts. So I expand my visibility. So when you're at a certain level, your next step is no longer just building the pipeline because you're already, you're still continuously building a pipeline. Now you can actually switch out your focus and now building brand visibility. Because once you build the brand visibility, it will automatically build your pipeline. Okay, so the question is, I get all the time, why shouldn't I build my brand visibility first? You are building your brand visibility when you're first starting your business by showing up on social media or in-person networking event. But when you're at a certain level, the brand visibility is going to be a little bit different. Okay, you're going to be a little bit more refined. So that's why I say you're going to do personal branding. So maybe looking into a personal branding logo, headshots, wearing probably different clothes and start looking at where you started is attracting this group of clients, paying this amount of money. If you want to go to the next level, how should your look change? How should your website look change? Color, font, language. That's what I call personal branding. Okay, it's no longer just slapping things out there to tell people, hey, this is what I do. I do beautiful events. I do wedding. Now it's intentional. I do luxury wedding with a budget of $100,000, quarter million dollars. So now you're a little bit more intentional. And then you have to start looking at your business structure and say, do I still want to be a one-woman show or do I want to build a team? How can I scale without killing myself? So we need to be looking at, do I want to open another office, satellite office, or hire team members? Okay, where should I be spending the money? So that's another way to think about investing your money when you're at that level, all right? And next question being asked is, do I still continue to have a business coach? At this point, you have to ask yourself, when you're scaling the business, we always say new level, new devil, right? When you are trying to reach from zero to a quarter, quarter million dollars or a hundred thousand, let's just say a hundred thousand, from zero to a hundred thousand dollars, you require this type of support, okay? Mental support, emotional support, and tactical support. When you're trying to scale from 100 to a quarter million dollars, you require a little bit of a different support. Now, it's not so much about continuously building the pipeline. Now, it's about challenging your second level of belief, can I do it again? Can I actually break my own glass ceiling? So you have to ask yourself, at this stage, what is your mindset? Do you still need someone to pump you up? Do you still need somebody to pull, to, to walk through the whole process with you or you already have a pretty good idea how to analyze things and make the right decision? If you are already at that level, I said, no, you probably wouldn't need a year-long mentorship program or you probably wouldn't need a program that is, has so much hand-holding. Probably join a mastermind where you are mingling with people who is at your level or actually above your level. So now you're joining a coaching program that is a little bit different. That's not so much of the do-do-do, but it's a combination of the do-do-do and challenging your next second level or the next level belief of yourself. Because a lot of us can make money from zero to half a million. To cross that half a million to a million, to get to that million, it, it completely challenges your belief about yourself, your business. Can you actually do that? So 
I'm telling you that because I'm experiencing it myself, okay? Why am I with my coach? I'm still with my coach for the third year is because, not because I don't know what to do. I actually know what to do. But when you are moving up to the million dollar mark, what you need to do is not the same as what you need to do from zero to a hundred thousand to a quarter million to half a million. So I still need help with the next level to do, but I learn very fast because you already have the foundation, right? But what I need help with is sometimes the internal challenges, the emotional challenges, the, the, um, I still need that security blanket, okay? To tell me that when I make this investment in, in either in the Facebook ads that I'm spending $10,000, okay? Google ads, PR, that I'm spending $15,000, dollars $25,000. How do I evaluate the ROI? How do I make sure that it's going to work for me? How do I need to show up as, a, as the next level? These are the things that you don't know until you know. So, and I don't want to figure it out myself. So even at the next level, I still am with a coach, but I need a different type of support. And that's the reason why we have three level tiers inside our mentorship program, right? The launch pad, the flagship, the unstoppable eventpreneur, and then empire builders, which is our highest level for all different stages in your business where we teach you what you need at each stage. Okay. So in summary, what do you need to invest in your business? You have to ask yourself ultimately when you're building your business, the day-to-day operations, are you book, are you good in bookkeeping? Are you good with numbers? Are you willing to do it yourself? So that's a big difference, okay? Can you do it and do you want to do it, okay? I'm pretty sure you are all very smart out there. You can do it yourself, but you have to ask yourself, do you want to do it? Is it an energy-sucking activity that you can actually use the energy to do sales-generating activities? If you're not tech-savvy, don't even mess with it. Hire, pay the money, hire a website designer to do it, okay? So I won't even mess with that. Are you good in social media? right? Do you have the time to create your content and post your content and do the graphics? Can I do it? Absolutely. Do I like to do it? No, I do not. So what do I do? I invest my money in hiring somebody to do it. And I did it right at the very beginning at my, of my business. Okay. So I put aside, I save aside the money and I hired a business coach, number one, because I asked my business coach, what should I be investing my money in? Instead of randomly investing in a shiny object. So I want to make sure that I am very careful in how I use the money. So I go hire a business coach whom I aspire to get the same level of success. And I ask her this question, where should I be investing my money? She said, investing, invest in building your social media presence and just show up and create content so that people know you, that what you do and how you can help. So I invested in someone to do a website for me. I invested in someone to create the, the graphics and also the um, to schedule the posting for me. Whereas my strength is to create content, is to teach, is to show people how I can help them and based on my own experience. So, so I'm not wasting my energy doing things that I absolutely do not, li- do not like. So I'm conserving my energy to produce content and also having conversation with potential clients, right? So that's what I invest in. So as we grow more and more, 
and then I invested in like what I said, I invested in PR, I invested in um in Facebook ads, I invested, I invested in attending um in-person events where I get to be in a room with a whole bunch of my ideal clients. So you have to ask yourself, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are your likes and what are your dislikes? When you're first starting your business, you probably do not have so much money because it's all your personal savings. So you've got to be mindful of how you use your money. And that's the reason why I said you go to a one-stop shop, okay? A one-stop shop investment. One-stop shop investment is a business coach because, but not all business coach, you've got to do your homework. So invest in a business coach who has a track record, who's able to answer all your questions on what you should be investing, how to evaluate the inv investment, whether it's working for you. And also understand what is holding you back, your inner growth, your inner challenge, what is holding you back and is able to walk you through the inner growth work to show up confidently in order to sell. Because if you do not have confidence, that's the most critical thing in life, okay? If, especially in business, if you do not have the confidence, then all the strategies and the tactics and the pretty website and the pretty social media posts, it's not going to work because you don't believe in yourself. You don't believe in your product. You don't believe in your capabilities. And all this requires confidence to believe in yourself. And confidence is by taking the courage to take action, okay? Having the courage to take action. And just by yourself, you can. If you could, you would already. So someone there to push you, okay? To tell you that it's okay. To tell you that I'll be there to catch you if you make a mistake. Or to even better tell you that before you take the action, Expect A, B, C, D, E, F to happen because this person has already walked that path, okay? So that's my advice for you. Anyways, we have a workshop coming up on March 28th, 29th, 30th that 100% focus on talking about when you are launching your business or you are already at the point that you want to scale your business, where should you be investing your money? How should you be structuring your business so that you can actually reach your ultimate goal of living your CEO lifestyle and reach your income goal and how to make your money work for you and how to evaluate if your investment is actually working for you. So this Passion to Profit workshop or bootcamp because it's only three days is on March 28th to 30th, okay? And it's at 8 p.m. Eastern time zone. If you're listening to this podcast, and you want to sign up for it, send me an email. It's may, M-A-Y, at E-V-E-N-T-S, events, number four, anyone.com. May at events, E-V-E-N-T-S, number four, anyone.com. Let me know you want to register for the March workshop, okay? And then we'll send you the Zoom link, and it's going to be in Zoom, and I'm teaching live. So, and if you know of any event planners who's going to be able to benefit from that the workshop or listening to this podcast, make sure you share. Don't forget to rate us, give us a review and uh, reach out to me if you want to sign up for the workshop. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.